Hello everyone, welcome back to the Amateur Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, your host, and today I'm here with Kyle Battis of New Hampshire Strategic Marketing. Good to be here, man. How's it going? Very good, very good. Thanks for taking the trip down. I, I know. Was, I, I actually have a client right on the road. LaBelle Winery is one of my clients, oh, yeah. so I go a specific way to get there, yeah. and the Google Maps drove me all through <laughs> creation to get here, so I'm glad I made it too. Yeah, definitely. Which is funny, because actually I just reached out to them. Like last week, week before, because I'm trying to get them on a show too. So, oh yeah, nice. Cool, so. Oh, cool. Well, if you want an introduction to uh, the people, I'm happy to. Yeah, awesome, that'd be so. awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's let's start off with kind of what I always do, and let's get a little bit of your background and where you came from, and yeah. your business and all that. Yeah, sounds good. So I am uh, I'm a formally trained sports medicine and exercise science major that worked in that field for a few years and decided this this is not for me, you know, and then. I had no idea what I was going to do, so I started, you know, just researching things and trying things. I'm like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start my own business. Had that, Michael Gerber calls that entrepreneurial seizure, and I say I'm going to start my own personal training business. So I started that, um, you know, on the side working, you know, at the, the physical therapy clinic. And then when I started that, I realized I had no idea what I was doing as far as the business side of things. I had never taken a single business class, marketing class. I had only ever done like exercise science, sports medicine, you know, fixing broken people. That was like my whole key focus with that, that part of my life. Um, so when I started this business uh, on the side, I didn't know any of the business stuff. So I started reading books and, you know, attending seminars and webinars and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I got really excited about that. I really love that piece of it. Um, and this is back in like 1999, right. you know, so eternity ago as far as the <laughs> internet's concerned. Yeah. And, um, you know, started studying like the online marketing back then. And back then it was like a nightmare to build a website. Like you had to, <laughs> had to study like Dreamweaver and do like coding by hand. Yeah. You know, it's much easier in this day and age to do that kind of stuff. Um, but I started like, getting involved in some of the classic books on, on marketing and direct marketing. And then uh, I ran into an old friend of mine from high school and he was starting his own hypnosis practices. And we started messing around with some different things, like, you know, referring patients to each other. You know, uh, people wanted to lose weight. Hypnosis was good for that. And I had my little personal training gig um, and started, you know, messing around with email marketing, built my own first website, which was terrible. Um, and one thing led to another, and we started delving more into the online marketing side of things. Started a newsletter for my personal training business back then. Um, and uh, I was running it out of my Hotmail account, which was completely <laughs> like, I think this is like before can spam, so it wasn't totally illegal yet, but definitely not advised. Yeah. Um, and then I just kept going down that road, and the more I went down, I really loved it. And then that led us to actually creating something online, in the on, like an information product. Yeah. So we created like a course, and we, st we wrote the worst looking sales letter, an online sales letter that you've ever seen, put it out there, and we had people buying this product that we created. It was like an audio product, um, and that changed my brain forever. Like as soon as I got a taste of that, that was awesome because we were we made money while we were not working, you know, which was totally foreign to me. Usually yeah. it's like I put in, I clock in, I get paid, you know, and here was this thing making money for us on the side. So that really got me excited. And so I started going even further down that road. Um, ended up doing one of the first online projects I ever did was like an online interview series in the fitness space. I interviewed big gurus that had their own information products and books and courses. Um, 
and I would get people to ask questions and I would take their top 10 questions and bring them to XYZ Guru on a teleseminar. And we'd have like two, three, 400 people live on these events. And I would just ask the questions on behalf of my audience. And periodically throughout the teleseminar, we'd promote one of their, you know, make a plug for his product basically through my affiliate link. Mm -hmm. And I made more money in 12 weeks doing that than I did the previous year at the physical therapy clinic. Uh So mine was like completely blown from that stuff. Um, And then I just like fell in love with that stuff. Started studying membership websites, started working for a friend of mine who had started an internet publishing company. I was the third employee there. Um, Fast forward a couple years, we grew that to an $8 million a year business, just all online info publishing, um, membership websites, books, courses, home study programs, coaching programs, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, I worked in that business for a while as a bunch of different roles, affiliate manager, worked myself up to become the marketing manager. So here I'm this exercise science nerd (laughs) that has now become a marketing nerd. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I love the online marketing stuff and there's so many different applications of it. And then from there I got recruited to go and I, I started going to marketing seminars all across the country. We got to go to New Zealand to like mastermind with like one of the top internet marketers, uh, a couple years in a row. Um, probably went to $150,000 alone of just marketing seminars, you know, all via this, my role with this company. Um, and just started, you know, building up my toolbox, my marketing toolbox of, of, of ideas and concepts and strategies and, and how it can help businesses. And then from there, I got recruited to go work for this company called the United States Concealed Carry Association. They did, they sold like self-defense insurance and had info publishing to that, that market. Um, and when I was there, we grew that from like a 10 to a $15 million year business in the course of a year, just by like what they brought me in for was like the online paid advertising. It's kind yeah. of like where I play mostly is like Facebook ads, the Google ads, Bing ads, and paid media placements and stuff like that. You started really popping that up to another level, um, and they're just doing even more amazing today because they've really you know expanded that game quite a bit. Um, but after working in that field for a while, I decided I wanted to do something, you know, for myself again. I've been, you know, for the last for for you know through 10, 12 years, I've been building other people's businesses, which is really cool and really fun. But I wanted to build something of my own. So back to the drawing board, like, yeah. what am I going to do? And I'm like, hey, we have all these skills of how we can do all this online marketing. And I started looking at local businesses, and I started with a conversation with my brother, who's a chef up in Hanover, New Hampshire. And he's like, hey, we started, me and my business partner, we started this restaurant. We have no idea what we're doing with this online marketing thing. Like, can you help? So I started giving some free advice and, like, you know, just helping them out. To me, it was very obvious what they were not doing and what yeah. they needed to do. Um, but as soon as they started doing it, like, lo and behold, they started working, phone was ringing, you know, getting getting new people um, coming in through the door. And that was kind of like, a, like, oh, I could help small businesses with their online marketing. All these skills that we've been honing and these chops we've been building for the last 10 years we can start doing this for small businesses. So that's that's we we started uh, New Hampshire Strategic Marketing then, um, probably about six years ago now, and we've been doing that ever since. Um, and what we focus on, my primarily, when we first started our agency, we did everything. You know, yeah. like oh, we can because we had all these skills. Um, I learned quickly just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. Um, so every new client was 
you know, starting over from scratch, you know, and we're doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, like building a website, creating a marketing funnel, doing an advertising campaign, doing some social media posting, and every client was different. Um, and that was a recipe for disaster. So after the first year, we're like, what is going on? Like, we're far better than this. What, why are we, you know, not, you know, growing like we should be? Well, we started looking at the problems. We were, um, we were trying to do too much. So we started, we just asked ourselves two simple questions, me and my business partner, like, what are we really good at? And what, what, what do our clients really want? And after talking to our clients, they just said, Kyle, I just want my damn phone to ring. If you can make my phone ring, I don't care about anything else, you know? And so that's what we started doing. And, and the thing that did that better than any, anything else was our paid lead generation campaigns. Google AdWords, Bing ads, Facebook ads, stuff like that. We got people that were interested in what they were doing and got them connected with our clients, you know, whether it's a landscaper, a paving company, a LaBelle winery, a, a guy selling $20,000 mattresses in Toronto, you name it. Like we, that's, that's what we did. We just connected people together and got them on the phone with their ideal pro prospect so they could try to, you know, close the deal. Okay. So when you're talking about finding a good prospect, I mean, this is a good area to, most businesses tend to have an issue with it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How do you go about kind of helping them whittle down what their prospects should be? Because yeah. a lot of businesses have no idea and they're like, oh, we sell to everyone. Mm -hmm. Like, well, you we kind of need to narrow that a little sure. bit to make some money. Right, right. Yeah, it's, it's a great question. And I think the, the real answer is like, who is their customer avatar? Mm -hmm. And try to help them boil that down into like, Paint that picture of who are you trying to reach. Like one of my clients is a landscape. We were with a lot of landscapers across the country, and typically their ideal client is a homeowner. You know, between the ages of 35 and 65, they're affluent. You know, so they've got some money. They're probably busy professionals, so they don't have time or interest to do the spring clean up themselves or to you know to, to install a patio on their own. They're not the DIY kind of crowd, and that's fine if you are, but like that's not the customer avatar for my landscapers that they're really looking for. Um, like Bedford, great area, you know, for my landscaping clients. I know quite a few of them have you know clients down in this area because yeah. um, there's a bunch of busy professionals that have money and so so my advice would be figure out who that customer avatar for you is I think really good advertising is exclu is about exclusion you're trying to weed out as many of the people that don't make sense and don't fit you know your ideal customer avatar and really hone in you know like the center of the bullseye on that ideal person who you are once you know who that is the geography that they live in how much money they have, what they're searching for, you can kind of figure, the next step is figure out, okay, where are they hanging out? You know, um, people are spending hours a day on Facebook and on their mobile phones. 90% of all internet traffic is coming from between Google and Facebook. So that's where we're spending most of our time, you know, to try to get leads for our clients. Um, you gotta have that Google presence probably running ads, depending on what they're doing, um, have the presence in the maps, um, search engine optimization stuff and then on the facebook and instagram side of things they're just hanging out there you know they're not that and and how you advertise in those two different platforms is completely different so i don't know if you want to go down that road sure <laughs> yeah so so google you know like i'm sitting here like maybe maybe i need to get snow removal going at my house you know because uh, i might go to google if i don't have a personal recommendation that's always the best way to go like if you get yeah. the networking and the personal recommendation and the relationships and the referrals from your existing customers that's like gold like top tier kind of things but that's 
not enough for most businesses to really thrive and keep it growing. Um, <clears throat> so if you need more, that's when you, you just need to be showing up when and where somebody is searching for you, right? Yeah. So they're going to Google, 96% of people start a search for a small business you know, using Google, a search, you know, whether they're typing on the laptop or they're doing it on their phone. Um, and I always tell my clients, you gotta think mobile first in this day and age, because we're, we have these things within arm's reach not all the time, you know, yeah. like most people have them with them 24 hours a day, they're, they're somewhat within arm's reach. Um, and that's, that's how we're connecting with the world. So you have to be showing up, you know, in, in, that, in that medium, you know. Um, and there's a few different ways to show up. And that front page of Google is really where it's at. You know, if somebody does a keyword search for like Landscaper Bedford, New Hampshire, for example, you need to be on that page if you want a shot at getting that potential yeah. lead from Google. Um, and you know, for our landscapers, we're generating like 40 to 60 leads a month, you know, and a lot of it's coming from Google and Bing, you know, primarily. Because people going to do a search online, they are looking to hire somebody, they're looking to buy. That's where you go to buy things, to look for things, to shop for things, to find somebody to hire. Facebook is and Instagram, that's where you go to waste time, to look at pictures of dogs, to get the local news potentially, to you know argue with people about politics. You know, like it's <laughs> it's it, they're totally different places. Yeah. Um, people are go, you know so that it's the intent, search intent um, versus interruption. You know, so how you advertise in both places is different. With Google, we're, we're running an ad, say, when, hey, Google, when people search for these keywords, I want my ad to show to those people. And if I do a good enough job with my ad copy, they're going to click on my ad and go to my website or my landing page, and I have a chance to get that customer to call my client. That's, that's what I'm doing. That's why I'm trying to, you know, orchestrate that whole process to connect my, uh, that prospect with my customer so they can do what they do best. Like get them on the phone, you know, and, and close that person into a customer. Mm -hmm. um, on the Facebook side of things, you have people that are just, you know, they're doing this. They're, they're on Facebook and they're just, they're going to the newsfeed and they're just flipping, flipping through the newsfeed. Like, you know, and they're just, they're looking, you know, they may be taking a break from their, their mental workload at work, you know, at their desk and they're just flipping through and like, oh, there's a picture of, you know, my brother's, my brother's kid, you know, and uh, my nephew. And, you know, here's, here's uh, an interesting article. Here's a uh, blah, blah, blah. And you have to interrupt them from that scrolling, you know, thing with something that catches them, grabs them by their eyeballs, and gets them to pay attention to what you're doing. Not, not the easiest thing in the world to do. I, I posted this, um, this, uh, this post on my Facebook page uh, yesterday. Um, and it said the average goldfish have a has an attention span of nine seconds. The average human has an attention span of eight seconds. So as a business owner and as a marketer, that's what we're up against in this day and age. Just completely distracted humans that are constantly connected and plugged in and have stuff coming at them in all kinds of different ways. So to cut through the clutter and the noise and actually get somebody's attention is not the easiest thing in the world to do. And that's that's what we're up against. Yeah. Which is a lot there. That's pretty good. Sure. Because, um, yeah, I get it all the time with trying to get someone to sit down and watch, like, an hour-long video. It gets oh, crazy. It's tough. It's tough, yeah. So, yeah, it, you kind of need to grab them in a way that, you know, other people aren't. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's pretty good. Cool. Now, you mentioned 
there's a couple terms in there that I don't think people understand. You mentioned ad copy. Sure. And I know that can kind of throw people off. So right. for a business looking to work on ad copy, let's talk about that just a little bit. Yeah, I think it's like, uh, and, and another way to say that is just, um, so if we're sitting down having a conversation, mm-hmm. like you, we get the benefit of, you, you, like you didn't understand what I said, or you, you know what I'm saying, but you're trying to yeah. get clarification mm-hmm. for the audience. Um, you can ask that question. You know, where if we're writing, like basically th- when I write an ad, that the words are doing the selling and the relationship building and uh, call out to who I'm looking for. And so the more clear I can be with who I'm trying to reach, how it's going to help them, because that's the that's the radio station everybody's tuned into in their head is what's in it for me dot FM. Right. Yeah. Like and so they're running everything that comes at them, whether it's on Facebook or Google or the street signs or driving down the road all that stuff is coming at them and they're wondering what's in it for me like why should I care about this and if you can get them if you if you know who you're trying to reach and the words that you have on the page or on your website or on the the text ad or even on a Facebook ad call out to the right person and meet them where they're at and talk to them in, in, in something in a way that they need that catches their attention and that can be powerful. So for example, I'll give you, like we worked with some dentist office and one of the things that we found to be really powerful with dentist office is targeting newly engaged women. So they just changed their relationship status on Facebook. Facebook's got all this creepy information about all yeah. of us and they, because we're so good about telling <coughs> Facebook all this stuff. And the first thing, I have a lot of friends that have gotten engaged and married one of the first things all the women do is they go to Facebook and they change their relationship status to engaged. And they get all the comments and all the, the happy things. So that can be a signal for my for my clients. So, so talking to Dennis office, I know if I can get the woman in, that, in their chair and get her enrolled in that office, she's going to eventually drag her husband in, kicking and screaming, and then eventually bring the kids in too. So the lifetime value of that customer can be really powerful. So thinking about that and knowing that customer avatar, and you got to think about this for your business and what makes sense for your business. Um, we are targeting people on Facebook who just changed your relationship status and saying, hey, you know, you have an upcoming wedding. Congratulations. We'd like to, our office would like to offer you a free teeth whitening so you have a beautiful white smile for your big day. So think about that. I'm, I'm a newly engaged woman on Facebook and I'm scrolling through my newsfeed and I see this ad, you know, attractive young lady with a, you know, beautiful smile. And I see the ad copy that talks about that. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I, I probably should get my, like, I wasn't thinking about that. I wasn't looking for that, but I'm scrolling through and I see that. And I'm like, ooh, I should probably do that. And that's what I have to do. I have to catch their attention with something that they want, whether they know it or not, on the Facebook side of things, and then have them click on my ad. And when they click on the ad, they'll go to a landing page, it'll collect their name and email address, and that connects them over to my my client at the, the dentist's office. Yeah. And then they can do the thing, schedule, get the person in the chair, do the free teeth whitening, and then of course, while they're in there, they're gonna be like, Hmm, you got a little, you got a little plaque on, you know, number seven and number fourteen has a cavity. Do you want us to take care of that? And they, you know, through that natural process, upsell them from that free teeth whitening lead to now they're a client and they're a customer and they're getting some production out of that 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 lead. Um, and then eventually, you know, knowing what they know about 
the dynamics of, of uh, the relationship, they're probably going to bring in their husband. And eventually when they have kids, they're bringing their kids. So that's kind of the, like how the ad copy works. You got to meet them where they're at with something that's of interest, that's going to call out to them and get their attention and bring them in. Yeah. Kind of funny, as on a little side note, um, I read a case study about Target doing something very similar. And they, they say that <clears throat> there's only a few events in your life that really change buying habits. And like getting married and having a baby is one of them. Yep. So they target specifically people who are about to be or are pregnant mm-hmm. <laughs> or are pregnant. Should be. Yeah. And uh, that's a good way to pitch someone from shopping a little low end uh, or pulling them into someone like Target. So right. that's a really good point that you brought up. Like there are cases and businesses kind of think of that because they don't mm-hmm. that what is drastically going to change their buying habits to maybe put me in their ring or put them looking for me mm-hmm. and kind of target towards that. Yeah. I think that's a good area to I, focus on. I agree. On. Like the life events is, is a huge thing. Like it, it, we can't use it for every business. It just yeah. doesn't make sense for some. Um, but I'll give you another example. Like another one is is moms. Like the, you know, so talk about another event, they have a new baby in the house. And so we work with some water treatment clients and we'll target new moms, you know, because all of a sudden they may not, they've been drinking the same water out of their tap for years, and New Hampshire's a lot of water problems, um, but now they see this ad on Facebook or on Google about, you should probably test your water because you never know what kind of things can affect the health of your baby. They see something in that, they're like, you know, hyper, hyper, that catches their attention, and they have to go read that article yeah. um, because they care about their, they often care more about the health of their baby than they care about their own health, you know? Um, and so they'll put their, their baby's needs first, and so you can get their attention and then kind of give them some educational information about what they should look for and, and the next process, and maybe they should get their water tested. And then that kind of leads into the free water test. The water test then leads to, um, you know, getting uh, a, a water filtration system that gets arsenic and radon and all the hard water out of your, your system. The next thing you know, you spent 5000 plus dollars on, on the water treatment stuff. So, yeah, a lot, lot of different ways that you can spin that thing. You just got to figure out the one that makes sense for the business. Yeah. So, say a business is, they're, they're pretty new. They don't have a whole lot of money. Like, there's a lot of places you can dump a whole lot of money online. Mm-hmm. You, you talk about Facebook and Google being good, which I agree with. Um, where do they start? Where should they look first? Kind of yeah. where they're going to benefit from that money. Yep. I, I just gave a talk um, to a group of uh, landscaping professionals, basically. They, they came, flew in from all over the country to learn how to start their own organic lawn care business. Um, and one of the first things I recommend to all of them was do your Google business page. All right. So basically, if you go to google.com forward slash business, you can go and set up your business so that it's on Google. All right. The first thing that any business should do, um, maybe get your website first, have that, and then and then go over to google.com forward slash business. And what you're doing is you're letting Google know, hey, here's where my business is. Here's what I do. Here's my hours. Here's my website. And you're giving and here's some pictures of, of my business. Go fill out that, you know, that profile. And what's typically going to happen is they'll send you a postcard in the mail. Um, usually takes five to seven days. Sometimes they'll do a phone verification. Sometimes they'll also do like a video verification. Um, whatever verification method they use, it doesn't matter. As long Once you get verified, then you can start showing up in Google for their result, results. And that's like if you've ever done a search and you have like the ads up at the top and then you've got the maps listings right here yep. and then you have like the websites down here. 
that will get you in the maps listings, okay? Um, and there's only three spots. And so, like, if you're the only landscaper in Concord, New Hampshire, um, well, you're not. But, like, you know, if you want a shot at that, there's only three spots. And so there might be 40 landscapers in Concord, um, but there's, like, three little bars under that. You have to click on those, and you'll see a drop-down, which nobody clicks on this. Like, nobody's looking for, you know, under that thing. So you need to be in the top three spots, like, or, or you're dead. Like, you know, you have to be – so showing up on Google, you know, if you're not going to pay for ads, you don't have to budget for that, you, you need to be showing up here at least. And that's free to, to sign that up. The, um, and that's the first step. The next step is you need to get your online directory – listings kind of cleaned up there's hundreds of websites out there that list your business name address and phone number we call that nap information and you need to get that cleaned up and so it's all matchy matchy across the internet because google's got a hard job they're trying to connect somebody searching for what you do and who you are and they got to figure out okay who actually matches that criteria yeah so do yourself a favor and help google out give them that information and then go to those other that list of different directory listings claim those you know there's other sites like you know um, Bing and Facebook and Twitter um, and Yahoo and all the different places that you can enter your business listing online it's like a free listing Yelp you know Foursquare TripAdvisor dep depends on the you know if you're a lawyer you need to be going to Avvo um, there's industry specific ones but yeah. there's a, a handful of like important ones that you really want to get um, and there's four big data aggregators um, New Star, Localese, Axiom, you want to get in those because they kind of push that information out to the hundreds and hundreds of other directory websites that are out there. But without getting technical, like the reason you do all that is so Google knows who you are and, and how they can better connect you. Once you've done that, and that's kind of like a one-time fix thing, then you got to start focusing on getting reviews. Um, get re you know ask your customers like hey how are we doing you know like if you just mowed their lawn they're like oh Kevin you're the best you know you're great you know I appreciate you and then that's when you'd say hey I, I, I would love it if you just email me you know look, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna email you I'm gonna send you a link to our Google business page or whatever would you be so kind to, to say what you just said there but post a review on our on our web page um, starting to get those reviews, really important. And Google looks at those. They're looking at, like, how many reviews do you have? Are they overall positive reviews? Are they negative reviews? Um, and what are the words that people are using inside yeah. the reviews? They actually look at those, and you can rank higher based on the keywords in the actual review text, you know? Um, so if somebody's saying lawn maintenance, like Kevin's the best lawn maintenance guy I've ever had, then he might be more likely to rank for lawn maintenance. Um, huh. it's, not, it's not the only factor, it's, but it's one of many that you can actually control. Some, some things you just can't control, you know, like you, you just gotta be doing that. Um, part of it comes into your website, like how SEO friendly your website is. Um, but, but as far as low hanging fruit, like that's the easiest low hanging thing. I, I know businesses that that's all they do, you know, as far as their online presence and they get good reviews and they show up a lot you know they don't pay for advertising but they get a lot of clicks and, and uh, phone calls just from optimizing their Google business page it's really good yeah because uh, yeah because Google business of course they would push their own products mm -hmm. so it's why they do it you know it's right. why having a Google Plus account kind of helps yeah in its own way yeah <laughs> um, so that's pretty good I like that uh, I was going to say, how do you keep up with all the social media stuff because we just from our little conversation we've had so far sure there you talk about Facebook 
Google, and then it just kind of cascades into like yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough. Like, so for business owners, I, I just tell them like, don't. You know, like yeah. a lot of if, if you're a business owner and you, it's it's kind of like the eighty twenty rule. You're gonna get eighty percent of your results from twenty percent of your efforts, and I think the same thing is true with the online advertising and 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 where do I actually focus as a business owner? Where do I spend my time? Um, if, if you can give it to somebody that knows what they're doing, you know, happy day. Like they, they, most business owners I know, they have to be wearing multiple hats. Like you take that example of the landscaper, he's gotta be staying certified on the latest hardscaping techniques. He's gotta be on top of his employee issues he has. He's got to maintain all his equipment. And then you say, okay, now you gotta also stay on top of what's happening with Facebook and Google. Like there's no chance, you know? Um, that's what I do is like stay on top of that. And and honestly, like if, if you are a business owner, you have to do some of this yourself. I would spend most of my time focusing on Google and Facebook, period. You know, um, Snapchat's cool. I use Snapchat. Are you going to get customers from Snapchat? Probably not. Um, are you going to get customers from Twitter? Probably not. Um, you know, like if, if, if you don't have the time and you don't have the resources, I would spend spend time where most people are hanging out, which is Google and Facebook. You know, there is a there's law of a diminishing returns. Like you go, we, we do advertising Bing for some clients, but typically we've already maxed out Google and now we're going into Bing. We don't start with Bing typically ever. We have one client who's a landscape architect in Seattle where Microsoft's offices are. Yeah. And in that case, we started with Bing because some of the rich Microsoft executives actually use Bing because they have to because it's kind of weird if they're using Google um, <laughs> and so we start with Bing for that guy but in most cases you're starting with Google you know and yeah. that's what you're doing so that, that's what I would do if I was a business owner I would literally only pay attention to those two platforms and I think Google and uh, Facebook Facebook and Instagram are kind of in there yeah. if, if you do like to tweet you know like I'm not a Twitter guy like I just, I'm just not you know if, if you do like to tweet yeah hang out there and if you do that if you love to write and you love to blog or you can spend some time there. Um, but I think for, for me, looking at what's actually going to make the phone ring and get people you know, to me, I'm, I'm spending my time in Google, Facebook, and, and Instagram. Yeah, because I think back in the day, Twitter probably would have been useful, but sure. it's so noisy that, like, yeah. are you really going to pick up a whole bunch of traffic, if, especially for a local company? Right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if you have something big and cool that you can sell across the world, right? probably, but, yeah, local, yeah. I usually don't point anyone towards Twitter. Yeah. That's pretty funny. So um, there's a couple things I saw on, on your website that was pretty cool. You're a best-selling author. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. Too. So we you, talk about you. that real quick. Yeah, we, we wrote a little that. book about uh, Google AdWords, you know, so yeah. um, uh, and and just basically the basics of Google AdWords and how to how to do it, why, why it's important. Like basically if you're a business considering, is this something I should do? You know, we'll, we'll put that out there. And we, we had another ebook too that was like, more general online marketing things. It's pretty old now. Um, but yeah, we sold a bunch of copies of that and we just give them out to people and all that kind of fun stuff too. So cool. it's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And then, uh, just re mentioned the eight point, no, the eight step perfect customer system. Yeah. That was that old, that first one that was, um, and, and I love this because it's basically 
if you just think about think about like a marketing funnel, you know, yeah. like and at the top of the funnel, the funnel, people have no idea who you are. They never heard of you. And if you're a business, like that's the worst place to be where, you know, you have a solution that you can help people with, but no one's heard of you. So they'll never hire you. Right. And so the top of the funnel is just kind of creating that awareness. So like letting like, hey, I'm over here. You know, I'm, I'm in this. So like this thing that we're doing right now is an awareness thing. For me, yeah. you know, I'm building a relationship with you, um, and then hey, we may go down for a little further down the funnel, and and maybe there's so now it's it's all about know, like, and trust. You know, first you have to know that I'm alive for me to to even have a chance at you hiring me someday, yeah. and then you have to like me. You know, if you don't like me, like yeah, probably shouldn't work together. Um, and then and then now down the bottom is like hey. This guy Kyle knows what he's talking about. I trust him. I trust what he's saying, you know. And then, then we're trying to get to the try and the buy stage. Like, hey, let's. What, what can we do? You know, what's a foot in the door kind of thing? Like we do for some businesses, we do that like local citation cleanup that we we're talking about. Yeah. It's a foot in the door service that we do. To, it's easy. Like you know, um, it's easy to deliver. It's it's really helpful for them, and it's a short term, quick thing that we can provide results with. That gets us in the door. Once we've had that, you know, they, we've started that customer relationship and then they're like, okay, what other stuff do you do? Like, okay, we do this advertising thing and for the right people, we can go a little further down that rabbit hole and yeah. do that stuff. So it's basically, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a short, shortened answer, it's just trying to get people to know, like, and trust you mm-hmm. and bring them down that funnel in a systematic, intelligent way, but, but a natural way too. It's not like, okay, let's go down to step two. Let's go to step three. It should be kind of cool and natural along the way. Yeah. So you gotta just feel it flow and yeah, it just kind of happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Um, that's pretty much all I have for questions. Okay. So let's do a quick, like plug of you, your products, sure. where people can find you online, how they get a hold of you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, so we uh, nhstrategicmarketing.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, not Twitter. Um, um, <laughs> you can check out our website. We have some free resources there, like an online webinar. You can go watch that webinar um, completely free. It's about me, about an hour or so, just going deeper on this online marketing thing. So if you like what you saw and you'd like to learn more, just go to the front page of our website click on that. Uh, you can also check out that book we have or, you know, sign up for a free consultation and we kind of learn a little bit more about your business, uh, do a little research for, for you and kind of find out where we might be able to add value and then kind of take that next step if it makes sense. Cool. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. So uh, thanks for joining me on the show. Is there anything else you want to quickly brush over before we're all done? If there's any topics that you really want to talk about? or I, I think the, the only thing I'd say before we wrap up, I appreciate you having me. I really yeah. do. Um, Video, what what you're doing, oh, yeah. I think is key. Like in this day and age, vi- video and like the setup that you have, and more business. Whether even if you're just doing like ghetto cell phone video like <laughs> stuff, you know, I, I think video is going to become more and more and more important. So I think what you're doing is really really smart. And if the business owners watching this today take off anything, they need to be doing more of this stuff putting that out on Facebook, um, trying to build relationship, you know, get people to know, like, and trust you. And video is a great way to do that. So I think w- what you're doing is like a perfect example of what a lot of business owners should be doing in as many different ways as possible. Cool. That's awesome. A huge thing. Yeah. Thank you. You got it, man. Yeah. That's good. At least knowing that I'm doing the right thing at least. Absolutely. Some, sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Okay, so thank you everyone for joining us today. Um, that was a lot of fun, and thank you so much for coming out and My hanging pleasure. out with us. So um, until next time, everyone, keep being awesome.